Previously on Thomas and the Bible. The universal woman gives birth to the child of heaven, then battles a seven-headed dragon. One seven-headed beast isn't enough, so another pops up from the ocean and blasphemes like crazy, and yet another comes out of the earth. They all have mismatched animal body parts, but just in case you need help figuring out who the beast is, just dial 666. Jesus the Lamb reappears with his 144,000 followers. They are singing a really hard song, and no one can hear it, especially with Babylon falling and the screaming of all the burning unfaithful. Jebus or his doppelganger come down in a cloud and reap all the faithful, and another angel tosses everyone else into a wine press. It's bloody amazing. Or at least bloody. The seven angels bring their plague and steamy vials of God's wrath, and it's all done. Not quite. God follows up with lightning, thunder, and earthquakes. Babylon falls, and then it's all over. Not quite. The woman with a forehead Satan tramp stamp rides around on the sea monster. It's all very confusing, but now that Babylon has fallen, everyone is apparently terribly sad. How can anybody be sad at that? It means there's only one more reading, and we're finally done with the Bible and can get on a hangout with Thomas on a wrap-up show. You gonna take part? I'm going to try, but first... Thomas has to finish off the Bible in this, the last week of Thomas and the Bible. I ran out of music, and back in the days when I made that song, I didn't make it easy to loop. I've lost those original session files, I think, or something. So I just let the music stop and the two in the <laughs> quite long intro continue, but that's okay because it's worth it having Harley back for the final and for the last couple ones that he was back. Thanks so much, Harley. I, this is bittersweet, isn't it? So here's the thing. I used to drink a lot during this show, but then I decided to get professional for some strange reason because it's not like it's a professional show. But uh, I've decided to uh, reignite that tradition. And I've got in my hands a very delicious IPA, which is basically all I can drink now, beer-wise. I've been ruined. I can only drink IPAs, but I'm going to crack it open. Here, let's see if we can get a good sound here. Ah, there we go. And I'm a, and because I'm dainty, and because I, uh, I'm classy, uh, I'm, I'm not really either of those things, but that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to pour it into a delicious-looking uh, glass here. Nice, nice, mmm. Oh, it looks so good. I just like drinking it out of a glass instead of a uh, instead of a bottle. What can I say? Now, due to the pressures of live recording, I've I've given it way too much uh, head. Now, quite a bit of foam. So I hope you're happy. I've ruined my beer. <laughs> Sorry for the mic adjustment there. All right, we're on the final reading. We're I can't even. I gotta drink. Drink, everyone. Mmm. Even the foam's not that bad. We're on the last one. Two, six, oh, that was how many there were going to be of this book, and that is how many there were. It's almost like I divided it out by page number and made a giant Excel spreadsheet with all the readings a very long time ago. And this was the very date once we settled into our weekly schedule that it was going to end. Well, no, it's one off because I was doing it on Wednesdays, now I'm doing it on Thursdays. But other than that, you get what I mean. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's overwhelming. We're on Revelation 19 through 22. That's it. And then we're done. And like they mentioned, wrap-up show. Okay, next Thursday. I wanted to do it Saturday because that gives me more time to, like, edit in case I wanted something happen. But it wasn't – Saturday wasn't going to work for very many people. So ne Thursday, which is, like, now except a week from now, I'm just going to do – I'm going to do a Google Hangout, 6 p.m. Pacific time. I really hope you can make it. I will post the Hangout link – on the, you know, Patreon, I, I don't know if I, is there, can I, I should, I'll post it on the Facebook, I guess. I don't know if there's a danger of, you know, random like trolls finding it or something if I post it on Facebook, but maybe I'll post, here's what I'll do just to dissuade trolls a little bit, make it harder for them. I'll post it on the Patreon. I'll make it a, 
um, public Patreon post, so you don't you don't have to be a patron to join. I want to make sure I have enough people. I know it's gonna be, it's, it might be kind of a hard time, but I really hope people join me because I want to talk about your favorite Bible memories. I want to talk about whatever you want about the Bible and uh, take turns. Make sure we're all getting nice and smashed, and <laughs> I think it'll be a really fun time. And if it doesn't go well, since it's on Thursday and something goes wrong, well, then I'll be screwed. <laughs> I, won't, I won't have an episode. But hey, you know, we, we life on the edge. So I please put that in your calendar and smoke it. Thursday, October 13th, 6 p.m. Pacific time. I will post the Hangout link. Thank you. Please join me. All right, here we go. Dare I embark on our last reading, Revelation 19. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged a great whore, <laughs> which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, all ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Oh, well, omnipotent. Oh, that's the first time I can remember seeing that word in here, I think. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife make, hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So there's a lot of linen in heaven. Fine linen, that is. There must be a lot of dry cleaning or something. Or I don't know, can you regular clean linen? But I, f I figure linen that fine. Surely there's a thriving dry cleaning industry in heaven. Because, like, why do you need any of that crap? Why would heaven be anything like here? Why would it... It doesn't make any sense. And he saith unto me, right, bless... It's, it's almost like humans can't really imagine not being human. It's almost like that. Because if I, being, uh, being I, I think, a, a fair amount more imaginative, fair amount possibly more intelligent than the idiots who wrote this crap, I would think, hmm, what would, it, what would a heaven be like? Well... If all of this on, on earth, all this life, if all this is contingent, you know, if, if this all came from nothing, merely by the thoughts of an omnipotent, non-corporeal being, just a, just not even a, it's not a man, it's not an animal, it's not nothing, it's just a, a sort of a mind, what would heaven, what might heaven be like? Well, I would suspect, well, it could be a million things. It could be a gajillion things. For one, it could just be one consciousness. It could just be like, why would we have different, why would there be me and you? I mean, there wouldn't need to be bodies. There's no reason for that. There wouldn't, we wouldn't be people, you know, like why? And furthermore, well, I mean, maybe there would be minds for some reason, but what do you need them for? What do we need my inadequate mind in heaven? What do we, what, what's the purpose of that? What is it doing? You know, like what, 
I, there's, it doesn't work, obviously. None of this works because there has to be like the incentive of going to heaven and all that. It has to be, it has to be me in heaven and I have to experience heaven. But it really, it makes no sense. Like it wouldn't be that way. There'd be, what, what need would you have for other little minds that are configured ways that are not perfect? You know, there's, Lord knows there are plenty of imperfect uh, ways to be, to have your mind configured on this earth. There are lots of people who are terrible, who I'm sure think they're going to heaven. What, what would be the need for them? What would they do? Like, what, you don't need bodies. I don't even think you need minds. I think you would just be one place where you're, you are, there's no you. Like, why would there be any of that? I know I'm getting a little abstract here, but seriously, it makes no sense. All right, I'll get back to the stupid reading. And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness, righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. Cool. And he, what, why do I need to know it? Does, am I doing something with his name? Does that matter, or is it just some ominous fact that you decided to include? And he was clothed with a vesture drip, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Oh, so then you told me his name. And the armies which were in heaven followed upon him him upon white horses, clothed, once again, fine linen, freshly laundered, lots of laundry going on in heaven, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. Out of his mouth, that's not where I would have a sword, if it were me, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. I feel like I've read this before. And he treadeth into the, treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains. Why would I want to do that? The flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and all them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, which he deceived them, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which proceeded out of his mouth. What? <laughs> the idea of someone with a sword coming out of their mouth fighting with it is pretty funny. And all the fowls were f filled with their flesh. Okay, so that's the end of 19. I, that, that's a funny image to me. That's not, again, not where I would put my sword. Not even close. Especially for fighting. Just, I mean, it's one thing just for f kicks, like you're all drunk one day. <laughs> hey guys, watch this. I'm going to put my sword in my mouth or something. I bet I could, you know, move it around. No, not even then. 
Not even once. All right, Revelation 20. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. I'm glad there's a key to the bottomless pit. Ah, where did I put my bottomless pit key? Ah, here it is. And he laid a hold on the dragon. That old serpent. (laughs) It really says that. Laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him. Well, if it's a bottomless pit, why do you need a seal? Is there gravity in this pit? I assume there would be under this person's conception. So if they're, you know, you just throw him in there and just fall forever. It's bottomless. And shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more. Well, okay, he was deceiving the nation. So why is it their fault? You can either be deceived or you can be worthy of blame. I mean, to put it simply, I don't see how you could be both. I like how we're both punishing these people and admitting in your own book that they were deceived. So cool. Till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. So I have to let him go after a thousand years. So there's going to be another like rapture or something. I don't know. And I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshiped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy. This is getting complicated, isn't it? I at least like how complicated this guy's drug dream was. You know, like there's some rules here. There's lots of numbers, stuff to keep track of. There's bylaws. (laughs) Now, if you appeal your thousand year sentence to a, you know, to an appellate court, you can, like, there's all these procedures for it. If two people second the motion to end the thing, blessed and holy is he that hath part in the final resurrection, and on such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. And then when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. <laughs> I don't get it. Four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. Are those the only two? Are there only two nations? Yeah, we got. We're down to two: Gog and Magog. <laughs> you got Gog. You also got Magog. So those are the two ones. To gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea, and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. 
And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. <laughs> this is your second death. And whosoever was not found within written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Pretty much everything eventually goes into the lake of fire. Reminds me of the, it's not a Nirvana song, but it's a song on Nirvana uh, Unplugged in New York. Uh, I'm not going to sing it because I would, I'll get too into it. I'll start really singing it. <laughs> and I, I won't sound good enough as Kurt Cobain. Or would I sound too good? I don't know. Revelation 21. This is so funny because I'm reading these summaries. I've, I always read summaries, commentaries, and all that to kind of, you know, go along, make sure I'm not missing anything, try to do my research for you guys. And I, as I, Revelation has been the funniest to me because there's just nothing. Like it just states kind of the, because picture someone giving a summary of a weird drug trip, you know? There's not a like, <laughs> there's not a lot of like, Oh, so here's one of the major themes is uh, salvation. You know, there's not a lot of like concepts. Every summary is just like, uh, so there's going to be a thousand years and then a dude with a sword in his mouth. And then like, it just states the facts. (laughs) The summary is so much shorter than the actual thing. Sometimes it's the opposite when there's a lot to, you know, talk about, digest, go over. The summary can be longer than the reading. It could be, you know, like, oh, there's this important theme here. It relates back to these other parts of the Bible where blah, 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 do, do, something like that. It, Revelation, it's like, eh, whatever, there's a dragon. <laughs> it's so funny. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. Those are long gone. And there is no more sea. And I saw John, the holy, and I, John, saw the holy city. New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Oh, good. We have his assurances from from the horse's mouth there. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain. I like that word, a thirst. Like thirsty, but just fancier and older sounding. (laughs) Maybe I like it. I don't know. A thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials. It's always seven. It's always seven. Woo, how magical is the number seven? It's so magical that I believe in God now. Full of the last seven plagues. And talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will shew thee the bride, the lamb's wife. 
And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and shewed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon which are the names of the 12, guess what, 12 tribes. I wish you would mess with us and like one of them is 11. Be like, ah, there's 11 angels. I, we can't, they couldn't find another angel. There's only, there was only 11. So they kind of have to rotate, make sure they're covering all the 12 gates, plenty of coverage, holidays, nights, weekends, that kind of thing. Which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west, two gates. No, I'm just kidding. Three gates. <laughs> Again, I wish they would just mess with us. Like asymmetry for no reason or, you know. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. Wouldn't you know it? And in them, the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square and the length is as large as the breadth. And he had measured... The city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof, and 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was jasper, and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall, oh good, it's like another, it's like the tabernacle part two. For be just be, just for fun, we get to f- know exactly what the measurements and components of something we don't care about uh, is going to be. That's fun. Uh, and the building of the wall of it was jasper, and the city was pure gold, like in a clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a cal- chalcedony, and the fourth an emerald, the fifth. Sardonyx, the sixth Sardiath, the seventh Chrysolite, the eighth Beryl, the ninth a Topaz, the tenth Chrysoprasus, the eleventh a Jacinth, the twelfth an Amethyst, and the cool, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every gate, several gate was part of one. I I wish like, you know, kryptonite had been one of them just for fun. Throw in like a fake alien you know, stone just for fun was of one pearl. And the street of the city was of pure gold as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein for the Lord God almighty and the lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it. And the lamb is the light thereof and the nations of them, which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Ooh, so we're not letting anyone bad in, just good people and things. I don't know why that would be necessary. Like, you need walls to keep in the good people and keep out the bad people. I thought we had God. Can't he just... Isn't everybody going to be cool now? 
We're all we're all cool, right? <laughs> That's what they say when they get it. Hey, everybody here's cool. We're all uh, we're all cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're cool. We're good. All right, guys. Revelation twenty uh, two, the end of the Bible. There's no next button on this. There's no next chapter. There has been. A, I'm, tr- I'm clicking where it would normally be. Nothing. Nothing. This is it. 21 more verses and we're done. We have finished the Bible in a little bit. Okay. And he shewed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits. What do you know? And yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord giveth them light. Oh, good. Get rid of that sun, worthless sun. And they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord... Oh, okay. Well, if he says so. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to shew unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. (laughs) Shortly be done, guys. (laughs) A scant 2,000 years minimum from now. And that's a minimum. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And John saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which shewed me these things. That's kind of weird. I thought he was John. Are there two Johns? How many Johns we got on this ship? Anyhow, then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And the first and the last, blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murders and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angels to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit of the, and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plague, plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, the prophecy... Okay, so this is his little protection, like his his little like spell 
to protect from anyone changing his words or any words of the book. Didn't work since we know virtually a million words were changed. We know plenty of places where words were changed, passages were added, things were done. But anyway, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Yeah, quickly. Just right around the corner, guys. So just any minute. Any minute. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Guys, the last verse. Are you ready? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. End of book. End of book. I, uh, wow. We did it. We read the entire mother effing Bible. I'm a, I don't know about you, but I'm a Christian now. I'm officially fully a Christian. 100% believer. I just needed to finish was the thing. I needed, you know, to finish all the magic words. And then now, now when I finish the final word, I am in fact a believer. I want to thank new patron George Green while he's actually a a returning patron. That's just as good as a new patron. Uh, Tabitha as well, if I didn't thank her. And then I need to thank my all-time greats at patreon.com slash T and the B. T and the B is going to essentially become T and the book. Thomas and the book. I think that's a good way to keep this going. Fortunate that's the same letter. Thomas and the book. The the logo still works. Probably change the name, I guess. Uh, depending on what I'm reading, and we'll keep doing this. So I need to thank my all-time great patrons. There are Ken Doyle, especially, who just gave me a huge pledge to finish out the Bible. And I I really appreciate that, Ken. That's highly generous of you. Uh, Seriously, thank you so much. John Bodley, Chris Lukowski, Marcel. Thanks, Marcel, for everything you've done throughout the show and the music you added at the end. James Brown, Josh Hogan, Nicole Shepard, Philip Gatt, Sarah McPike, Japan Dan, Charles Bangweiner. Time, thanks for having the name like Charles Bangweiner or Weiner. It's probably Bangweiner, but I like saying Bangweiner. <laughs> Tom Chambers, Brian Gearford, Lee Primesberger, John P. Ah, thanks, John P. John P. is a very longtime patron. Thank you so much. Travis Peterson as well. Eriberto and, uh, and Rob. You know what? I'm going to take a look here, see who the longest running current patron is. It doesn't let me see old patrons, but wow, there you have it. Travis Peterson, oldest patron I've got. Well, not in age probably, but goes back the furthest. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But a lot of you go back to June, 2014, including John P. Of course, including Brian Gearfort, the aforementioned Marcel. Uh, Thank you guys. Really, really, really appreciate you making this show happen. Boy, what to say. Um, please tune in to the Hangout, the live Hangout I'm going to do next Thursday. That's Thursday the... Uh, what the hell's the date? I don't have the date up. That's Thursday the 13th, October 13th. And that's going to be 6 p.m. Pacific time. I will send that link out on Patreon. I'll make it public. I'll share the post on Facebook. Please do it. I want to talk to you guys. I, I haven't really talked to a whole lot of listeners in person I uh, have on Atheistically Speaking, but never on this show, really. Um, not much, anyway. And it'll be really fun. I'm excited to do it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what this is. This is crazy. I'm done with the Bible, guys. I finished this freaking book. 
All right. Well, with that, let's go to Marcel's fantastic take on the theme song. By the way, Marcel, when I make a new theme song, maybe I can try to send it to you early uh, and you can make an organ version of it to be the end again. Because that was kind of cool. I don't know if that'll be something you want to do, but uh, we'll see. All right. Thanks, guys. We're done. See you in church. Thank you.